Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today's guest is Michelle Riddick, the mother of Damian Lee of the Golden State Warriors. This episode is part one of two. Our conversation today is about racial injustices, which gave rise to the current protests all around the world. Please sit back and listen as we share our thoughts. I also want to ask you, what are your feelings about the current protests? Yeah, so it's affected our family. I think the way it's affected everyone because, um, you know, here, I'm not sure how it, how how the racial disparity is in Canada. I've mm. been to, I've been to Toronto a couple of times in Hamilton. Yeah. But um, I know here in America, we have a lot of, you know, racial disparities, a lot of racial things, you know, and we have a, you know, it's a country that's um, had issues for as long as it's been a country. Yeah. So, um, I think the things that are going on affect us all, affect most of us in some way. Yeah, it's 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 sad to see it's sad to see the looting in a way because I don't I say that to say when it takes away from the when the protesting, when that's what the news focuses on. Mm-hmm. Because yes. Yes. You don't want you don't want the news to take to only focus on the looting and take away the message because right. the message is really about the racial inequality that's going on in America. Yeah. So if they can focus on the message at hand and that's what's most important. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean I have mixed feelings about the looting. I mean I don't condone it. I understand it. I just don't right. condone it. Um some of the looting that's going on or some of the destruction that's going on mm-hmm. is not even being caused by people in the, that live in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so it's being caused by outside agitators. So that's the other thing as well. So it's also how do you identify who is doing it, who doesn't belong in the neighborhood? That's who doesn't, true. And who's, who, is, who is causing destruction just to cause destruction? That's right. That is true. So, yeah, yeah. So that so that's the part that's so so tough because some people are doing things just to do it yeah and you have that and it's and it's hard but those people have to be identified and taking out of it and take it take them out of the area so they can stop doing it because then it just makes everyone look bad because even yeah because i don't know if you've seen the videos where people have you know done certain things in the in the name of you know black lives matter or other things, and they weren't asked to do that. So it's like, yeah. why, why are you causing destruction? No one asked you to do that. Yeah, like, like you said, it takes away from the protest, right? Yeah, it does. It takes, it takes away from the protest. Cost, so. it, does, it does. But then I also wonder sometimes, is it because media spends so much time focusing on the negative, then you make it bigger because you're giving them fuel, because you're, you're focusing on it. Right, right, right. So should we stop focusing on the negative? Yeah, no, that's true. And, and and it's a good point, right? You look at both sides and it's like, you don't know what's right and you don't know what's wrong, right? Or what's good or bad kind of thing. Um, And all these issues, I mean, it just, 
it's well, so bit. distracting and it makes me think of mental health, right? And mental health was a big issue before it. Now it's a bigger issue. And I, uh, there, I, I find like mental health issues are rising today um, amongst many communities and many age groups. Um, with that said, both yourself and Damien have recently hosted a Zoom conference with many middle schoolers um, from Oakland and San Francisco, San Francisco areas. Can we talk about that as well as your, your foundation? So we decided to do that because it's, you know, it's mental health month and May was mental, May was mental health month. And when we first decided to do that, it's, you know, it's amazing because we weren't going through what we were going through when we decided to do it. We decided to do this back in April. Um, actually, to be honest with you, we decided to do it back in January, <laughs> January, February. Um, and at the time we wanted to do a whole seminar. We'd actually meet with the kids and be, you know, it would be a, an in-person seminar. So it was way before COVID happened and we didn't know all this was going to go on. And then, um, of course, COVID happened. Then after COVID, now we have um, what happened with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery. And of course, the countless number of other um, young Black lives that's been taken. So we decided to, we're going to go ahead and do one, but we're going to do a Zoom call instead. And talk with some middle school kids because that's our focus group. Our, our our age group that we that we target is six to nine in our nonprofit. I'm sorry, sixth grade to nine to ninth grade in our in our nonprofit group, our nonprofit. So um, we decided to have a conversation, you know, with them, and they what they did is they submitted questions, and we let them submit the questions, and then we answer the questions, and then during the Zoom call, any other questions they had, they wanted to submit to us, they submitted them privately and they would submit them to me I was I was doing the um control in the zoom call and then I would go and give them to either the psychologist or give them to Damien um or some of them just gave the questions to me and I would kind of you know answer back and forth right so it was a really good it was a really good um it's a really good call you know it's so important for young kids to be heard and it certainly helps when the person who shows they care, sometimes a celebrity, you know, and their families. Because now it's like, wow, this person has time for me. So congratulations on what you're both doing. You know, I mean, there's so much things going on today, bullying and racism and uh, kids making certain life adjustments. And it, it's, it's pretty tough on a lot of kids. I, I love the scripture you chose uh, for your foundation. Um, train up a child in the way she should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Right. And for me, training starts with children. They, they will carry whatever they are taught with them to their adulthood. So it's a blessing that you're offering this platform um, for your, your foundation. So if, if people wanted to learn more about the Lee Foundation, where should they go? They can go to our website, which is theleewayfoundation.com. Okay. Perfect. So we will make sure that we post that because I think um, I was looking through your foundation and you offer um, quite a lot of benefits. And this is the time that people should be reaching out. And it's good that, um, that you're there to receive. 
Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Wendy, I want to say one, one more thing about the George Floyd thing. Yes. Okay. I, I don't know. Did you watch the moral service yesterday? No, I didn't. Okay. I, I, I want. It. What? I recorded it. I was at work. Okay. I want you to, when you get a chance and just watch it. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I'm trying to find the right words for it, but as a black American, for us, the George Floyd thing is kind of bigger than even just George Floyd. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about the systemic racism that happens in our country all the time. So I'm only saying that because at one point in in the interview, and for us, there's been so many times in the past, like when Trayvon Martin died, when um, other people have died, it has happened. And then we've kind of, okay, the spirit's been there. It's happened two or three weeks. It's been over. And then it's like, okay, everything's back to normal. We don't want it back to normal. We don't want it back to normal. We don't ever want it back to normal. We don't want people to think it's okay to continue to treat us the way they've treated they've treated us for the past 400 years. We want a reckoning to come. We want them to understand that we are people. We are tired of being looked at the way we're looked at. It is a horrible feeling as a black mother, which I deal with this. I have a son that plays in the NBA and there's no reason why I am scared if my son's outside walking his dog late at night by himself and I happen to talk to him on the phone, he tells me, what do you, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm walking my dog. There's no mm-hmm. reason why I have a feeling of anxiety. And I have a son that plays in the NBA. You get what I'm saying? Because he plays in the NBA. People know who he is. They, they yep. know who, who Damien is. You understand? There's no reason why I should have that feeling of fear. There's no reason why I should have that fear as my son drives down the street and if he gets pulled by a car. And I have anxiety if a police pulls me over. Like, there's no reason why we live this way in America. Absolutely. So when I was ref- the, the movement to me, I mean, as a Black Canadian, is just as bad. I mean, I, I literally stayed home on Monday. And this, I can't even make this up. Monday from work because of all the anguish I had thinking of my mm-hmm. voice thinking of myself saying like, wow like sometimes you go to the grocery store and you get shunned and people don't understand that and right um my son is about to move to an area here in montreal where mm-hmm. there is a lot of racial tension between a lot of the black kids and the cops and mm-hmm. why he chose to live there is beyond me because he's just oblivious to to it Right. And that bothers me because I'm like, are you not paying attention to what's happening? And he just innocently like, no, that's okay. I'm going about my day. And I'm like, no, like, you know what I mean? And I'm so yeah. worried. On Monday, I stayed home the entire day. And I prayed for Dre. And, and I'm like, this right. violence has got to stop. Right. We, we had a protest here in Montreal. I'm like, let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, no. We spoke about it the other day with the moms. Let's do this. Like, no, I will not ever, ever, ever want the movement to go away. I think as, as, as a people, we need to fight absolutely all the way and that's what I'm about right because even I'll tell you a story about when Damien was little I never bought Damien a gun he never had a water gun I never bought him a play gun when he was little a BB gun a toy gun nothing because I was always scared 
that yeah. if he was playing with it in the street, a cop would mistake it for a real gun. You know, That's if right. officer could just stroll by and mistake it for a real gun, and they would shoot him. Yeah. And something would happen to my son. So mm-hmm. I never bought him a gun growing up. So, you know, these are issues that we deal with as Black mothers. And Absolutely. because, yes, and because it's the world we live in. And it I don't is. know if it's as, you know, as racist there in Canada as it is here in the United States. But, and people don't understand that, that this is, people just don't understand. And by them closing their eyes sometime and saying, well, I don't see color or it's not that bad. Oh, it is. It is. Sometimes by, by ignoring the situation, it's just as bad by being silent, acting like it doesn't exist. It, it does exist and hence the fight. So for me, I here, like I said, here in Canada, racism uh-huh. exists just as it, it, it exists and people cannot pretend that it doesn't. That it doesn't. I uh-huh. have people saying to me that it's not racist in Montreal. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Wow. So no, I, yeah, for me, it's all about let's peace and love. And like you said, hatred is taught. So I, my part is to do what I have to do just to make sure that this tension goes away. I can't do it alone, right? Right, no, we can't. The army of the people out there and let's do this. And this is what I was saying, like, let's move forward with the protest, but let's just end the violence, right? Because it's people, the violence now is just coming out just because. Yeah, yeah, we don't want, we definitely don't want that. We definitely don't want the violence. I totally agree with you. We definitely don't want the violence. I will say it, it is it is promising to see young protesters of all races marching together against inequality, the racial injustice, the economic oppression, and the police brutality, which has plagued the United States of America for far too long. And what I found um, especially encouraging is to see the millennials that are out there. Right. And the teenagers who are organizing events um, all around the country. I saw something, I believe it was yesterday, where there were 16 age girls ranging from the age of 14 to 16, and they organized a protest where, it might have been the other day, not yesterday, but it was, they organized a protest where there were uh, 10,000 person Black Lives Matter protest in Nashville, and these were teenagers of all different races, 14 to 16 years old. And 10,000 people came out to their protest. Nice. So, like, these are the leaders of the future. Right. So, yeah, so it's promising to see the youth and the millennials out there doing this work because somebody has to, has to carry the torch. And, it, and it's really nice to see that. I mean, I'm encouraged. And, and, that, and that is really what, what encourages me. I mean, I believe we're going to continue to protest until something happens. And I hope that we don't stop protesting until something happens. No, I was, you know, for me, uh, you, you hit it on the head when, when you're saying we hope that we don't stop until there is a change, you know what I mean? And that's exactly the point. Something has to change. And I truly believe that these protests will continue until something does happen and that's exactly what we have so if this protest or these protests if it takes all around the globe every single day for the next month two three a year i don't think that anybody's gonna stop until because after a while enough is enough yes and that and that's 
Yeah, that's a good point. Look, we both have children. You know what I mean? I, I, I look at my, my, my young children, my young black boys, you know what I mean? I look at my grandkids and I'm thinking, wow, like what's it going to be like for them as they get older? I look at my grandbabies, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're little and they're oblivious to what's going on right now, right? They're just, they have no yes. idea and they're not realizing that people look at you differently and you're just an innocent child, but yet you look at these innocent children that are getting maced and sprayed, like, you know what I mean? So yes. it's, yes. it's a sin. And, and I'm thinking, I can't fathom thinking somebody tell me uh, my, my grandson got maced. Like what? Like he's a baby. Like a street, anybody shouldn't get maced, but you know, I'm just saying a baby, like this is, the, this is, how, this is how far people are willing to go. Um, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to stories that people are telling me where people now are making up stories about, um, black people carrying weapons and they're getting pinned up by the police. And it wasn't true. Wasn't true. And it just happened just cause, because there you have certain people that are hoping that something comes out of this, hoping that it's a justified shooting if it should be. And I was listening to the story this morning and I was shaking my head and I'm like, what next? Like people are going at just lengths, just evil. So for me as a black woman, I'm like, no, I'm standing up for this and we'll go as far as we have to go. I don't care where I'm at. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be black forever. Well, yeah, you are. You'll be black to you, So You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so that you will be. That you will yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's fight. And, so for me, I'm but, And that stuff, you have to pray against that evil yep. because that, that stuff you really do have to pray against mm -hmm. because there's evil in the world that's going to happen. And prayer is, you have to pray against it. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely Absolutely. do. I was just yeah. saying today, this morning, um, that we got to start praying for change. Yes, you do. You do. You do. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's a constant prayer. It's a constant mm -hmm. prayer because because there, there's a war going on and it's a spiritual warfare that's going on. So you have to be constantly and continuously in prayer about it and about change. And, and I believe that change is going to come. Yes. It, it, it definitely will come. Yeah. You know what? We're going to have to force the change. And, oh, yes. And, and I know this time that this is exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be a change. We don't know when it's going to come, but you never know, right? Nobody can predict anything, but there will be a change. Yeah. It just, it seems like this time is so difficult. I mean, so different. And it seems like almost it's different because as they say, and as we hear, we're hearing over and over again this past week, it's almost like it's the perfect storm because this is a, one of the first times I could think in my, in my lifetime, I want to say in my lifetime, um, obviously the pandemic is going on. There's millions of people out of work. So when I sit here, um, you know, the option to go out and go shopping is not an option. So people, people's time will be occupied with sports, shopping, doing other things to gratify them, right? Yeah. You don't have that. So now you have time to really think about what's going on, what's happening. So more people have time to protest. Yeah. They have time to be like, no, there's injustice in the world. So in the past, I think we really had a chance it's just be my thoughts about it, you know, but in the past, I think we really had a chance to be angry for a couple of days. The officers would probably be indicted. We don't know if they're going to be, you know, actually, you know, they got indicted. We don't know if they're actually going to, they're charged. They're not charged for it. 
We don't know what's actually going to happen in court, right? Yeah. But um, we don't know if they're going to get convicted or not. But the thing is, we would have been upset. Now they got charged. Okay, all right. People probably would have stopped some of the protests. But right now, people are out of work. There's no jobs. There's no sports going on. There's nothing else to occupy our time. Yeah. So we have, so it's like, it's the perfect storm to be like, okay, um, we have time. And, and it's almost like it, it shines a spotlight on, on America and what's been going on for all these years that we haven't had a chance to really ignore, I mean, to look at. So in the past, I think we've had a chance to ignore it kind of, because you've got to like, oh, I'll do something else. Like I'll, you know, preoccupy my time with other busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, like busy work, like like we all, like everyone does. Every a lot of people are, you know, we'll get busy doing something else, and that'll take our mind off of whatever's going on in, in our in life. Well, what I love is that the millennials they have a different mindset. Yeah, they're, yes, they're, I love it. They, I mean, yeah. too, they're relentless. They're like, listen, no, until it. we're gonna be here every day, every day, until you know what I mean, <laughs> until something changes. So, and I love that mentality. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it's yes. like you're right. Other people, they 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 figure, oh, I have to go back to work on Monday. It was great. I was protesting on, you know I mean? Saturday and Sundays, but then I have to go get my groceries and hold on. I have to go pick up the kids. Yes. Or, mm-hmm. life kicks in. or the millennials like, no, 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 <laughs> we're out no. there. Yes. That's why. I'm, yeah. That's why I'm so encouraged because the millennials are out there. The teenagers are out there. The young people are out there. They're protesting. It's just, it's like, a, it's just wonderful. It really is. So that's, that's a good thing that's coming about in protests and people are being heard. And also it's a generation where they grew up really like, you know, with everyone. So it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's good. I really think so. Um, but we have to do something about it. There has to be reform. There has to be, you know, police reform. A lot of things have to happen in this country. We know everything is not going to happen overnight. But things have to happen. But I will say, you know, there's a quote that Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King said. And um, it says, he who passively accepts evil is as much involved in it as he who helps to perpetrate it. He who accepts evil without protesting against it is really cooperating with it. So for so many, so many years, I think people have just, you know, passively been like oh it happens it doesn't happen to me and you know well we we no longer can stand by and just say "Mm, it's not happening to me you know and and with all that said for me I'm a strong believer in prayer and I think I mean our prayers are heard right I just think we need to pray for the right thing and in my mind that it's it's one thing uh, to pray for the charges for 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 the police to be charged but in my mind it's like no we need to pray that they get convicted because we can play for charges all we want they'll get charged but it's after the fact that makes the difference right and to me i'm praying for conviction you know what i mean and 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 that's what needs to stick you know right, what i mean we're, we're human so just because they have badges doesn't mean that they have the right to mistreat us in any way so that's what I'm, that's what Wendy's prayers are all about convictions. So <laughs> I, I understand. I'm, I'm praying for, you know, I, I pray for I, healing is very important. Yes. yes. Definitely healing, healing for this world and healing for us as a nation and leadership. We, we need strong leadership. We need, we need healing, understanding and listening. We have to listen to each other as a nation. 
Absolutely. Here in here in the United States, listening is something I think people have stopped doing. We have been so busy um, pushing our own agenda that sometimes we've stopped listening to each other. So I think we also need to just listen here in our country and and just start to heal and start. And I think with listening comes healing because you have to listen to what someone else is saying to understand. Because when people don't listen to listen, you can't understand what I'm saying. That's right. You're so busy trying to formulate a sentence before, mm -hmm. before I get my words out, then you haven't heard anything I've said. You haven't really understood what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're answering the wrong thing. Exactly. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. You know, with, with that said, I just, I pray for you. I pray for your family. Um, please be safe. Um, because right now we're facing the unknown. Right. Um, but just be ready. Like, you know what I mean? Yesterday you were saying, and it's so funny because I use the same model with my son too. And I say, you know, better to be ready than to have to get ready. Yes. So be ready because we don't know um, what day-to-day -day we're going to face, right? And right. that model doesn't apply only for sports. It, it applies for what we're going through today. Yes, yeah, true. It, it applies to life. You have to be ready. You have to always, like I said, be ready. Yeah. Yes. Be ready. I tell you, be ready and be prayed up. Yes. Be afraid up. Thank you so much, uh, Michelle, for your thoughts. I truly appreciate you coming on uh, Courtside Moms today. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for everything. It was a, it was a wonderful um, conversation. I totally enjoyed it. And we will definitely do this again. Yes, definitely, definitely. You be blessed. Thanks for listening. Please don't forget to tune in next week for episode two, where Michelle and I talk about her and Damien's experience on getting him to the NBA.